Now, I hope over your Hanukkah festival meals that you uh, did well with your karamazon, know what to say it, when to say it, why to say it, whether you add the zimun, what words you add, etc. Um, the last little while, as you recall, what we've been doing is dealing with the structure of your karamazon. Uh, and then we had the issue the last time of adding what happens when you add, or, you know, Mekadesh Yisrael Hazmanim, or Roshay Chodashim, or Shabbat, and all those kind of things. Um, and in particular, dealing with some of the language, dealing with the, sec, with the third bracha of Bonei Yerushalayim, do we deal with Moshiach Yisrael, or Binyan Yerushalayim, uh, etc. Um, and we're dealing now with this concept of Torah, Brit, Malchut, the covenant, the concept of Malchut, Elokeinu, Elokeinu, God's name, under these kind of things. So, again, our structure is that we've seen from, in a sense, Mida Oraiter, from the Torah, you have, there is Achalta de Sabata Uveirachta, we've seen Hazanet Akol, Allah Aretz, Vela Mazon, Boneber Rachamav Yerushalayim, Amen, that was probably the end of Berkat Amazon, Atova Hametib, which is the last one, was added when? After Bar Kokhba revolt, Beitar, and that they couldn't bury the people who were killed at Beitar, and then when they finally were able to do so, that's when supposedly this one was added. We had another case where it seems to be more biblically based, but that seems to be the one that was accepted. We're going to go on with that bracha of Hatova Hametiv. Okay? And we'll eventually get to what happens if you miss something. Okay, there are all kinds of rules of you're supposed to if you what happens if you didn't miss Alanisim this past week or Yalevi Avo or Moshiva Ruach Morida Gashem or Taintal Brachar. There are different rules of whether you're in the midst of a bracha, after the bracha, finish the whole thing, etc. etc. So we're gonna deal with that with regard to Brakatamazon when you should have added something and you didn't add something. What do you do under those kind of conditions? Which actually is really rather important because not everybody remembers, needless to say. Uh, hopefully when you did Birkat Amazon this past time, you added, you know, Alanisim, Valapurkan, etc. If you did Birkat Amazon, as the case may be. Okay? That's where we're at. Okay? Any questions? Okay. We have somebody who wants to take it today. I'll read until I didn't quite make it. Okay. Okay. Amarava Barbarana Amarabi Yohana. Atoba Metin Sricha Malchut. Sricha Malchut. Okay. Now, what is Malchut in this case? Malchut isn't just Baruchat Hashem Elokeinu Velohe Avotainu. In other words, the concept of God's kingship has to be added in to that final bracha. Okay? That's what they're now going to deal with. They're, they're, why? We're going to see in a moment. But that's the first phrase. Rabbi Barbar Khanna says we're supposed to add in God's kingship to that last particular bracha. Why? What does it teach us? What does that say? Every bracha that doesn't have God's kingship. Okay. It's not a real bracha. It's not a real bracha. That's 
the way that's the way the Talmud takes this phrase to be the first part of it. Why this? Because every bracha should have God's kingship. That's what a bracha is about. Okay? Melech ha'olam. That's the key words that we're dealing with. Okay? Chanazimna. Okay? Didn't he say that, you know, sort of once is enough? Okay? Where else is it? Right. We've already said it during the course of Birkat Amazon. I mean, it's been said already. All right, why do we need a, a, another one? All right, and the response is. It needs both. So it needs two of them. Why? One for itself and one for Bonei Yerushalayim. What does Bonei Yerushalayim not have? Baruch Atah Hashem, Bonei Barachamav Yerushalayim. Okay, how, how does it begin, the bracha? You had to sing the whole thing, I know. No, I, 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 you got to sing the whole thing. How does it begin? We had it already. That's the end of the bracha. How does that paragraph begin? How does the paragraph begin? No, the paragraph that it would ends Boner Yerushalayim. Rachim Hashem Alokeinu. Ayesvela Mechavav Yerushalayim Rechavav Tzion Mishkan Kodech Alf Machuk Beit David Mishkan. Remember, remember, remember. We did this last time. Yeah, I knew you had to sing from the beginning right to the end. It was just too long. Too long to wait. So. There is nowhere in Boneb Yerushalayim that Malchut itself is mentioned. So the response is, it's already got it. Okay? It says, okay, Lotzricham Malchut, it already has Malchut, etc. So they said, no, it, because it, it sort of borders Boneb Yerushalayim, it's what we call a Brachas Muchalat, okay, Lachaberta, it's a a bracha which is based on or close to, associated to its previous bracha it should also have one for Bonei Yerushalayim okay if that's the case that it's making up for Bonei Yerushalayim there shouldn't be two but there should be three tlat, three the tough members of Shin Shalosh one for itself, one for Bnei Yerushalayim. Okay, all right. How does the bracha end, Birkat Aretz? How does the, how does the bracha end for Birkat Aretz? No. Okay. Al Aretz Al Amazon. How does it start? No, that's the end of the previous bracha. Oh. <laughs> it's, like, it's like so roping. No, delecha. Well, that was my answer before. <laughs> before. Well, that was wrong before, and you didn't say it this time. All right, guys. <coughs> guys, gals. Wake up, wake up. Baruch atah shem alakinim al-chalam hazanet akol. Right? No, delecha. Al-aretz ve'al-amazon. Rachem, boneb rachamav yushalayim amin. Baruch Adah Hashem Elokeinu Melacham Ayala Avarachaman Amruhulam etc etc Okay Loheinu Avinu Reinu Zunenu Farnesenu V'chalkaleinu And how does it it end? 
it, it really doesn't end in the same way. There's no bracha at the end of it, right? And we end with magdil, migdol, and those kinds of things. There's no bracha that ends that final one. But there is malchut in the tova metiv. There isn't in Bonei Yerushalayim. There isn't in Allah Aretz Mazon. There is in Hazanet So if it says there should be one, there is a tova metiv. If it said there should be two, Bonei Yerushalayim. Well, if we said two, why should not three? Because we don't do it in Allah Aretz Mazon. Okay, you don't have to go back further because there is Malchut in Hazanatakol. That's simply the question. Okay, so why don't we have to have one in, in Birkat Haaretz? They're saying that what you needed the most is two, right? You don't need three because Allah is, is not necessary. Okay, because why don't we? Because Mishum de Havya Brachas Muchalachaverta. It's it's a bracha that's a fish that's associated with the with another one. And what is it? Hazanitakol, which has Malchut, right? Okay. So if that's the case, you know, Bonei Rishalayim is also there's a smicha there. It could be in the one following. It could be the two before. Well, why do we need it? Ella. In truth, Bonei Rishalayim does not need Malchut. Okay, it does not need Malchut. But. If you're going to the law it's not appropriate. It's not proper. Okay, that you say malchut beit without also saying orach ara, the way of the land, literally the common decency, the common practice, almost Derek Eretz, the law amar malchut shemayim. You're not going to say it's not appropriate to talk about Malchut Beit David, which after all is only a kingship of flesh and blood, as important as David is, without also mentioning Melech Malchei Hamlachim Akadosh Baruchu. Alright? That sense of Kedusha that comes from the Malchut Shamayim. And therefore, since you are, you're going to say, Bracha for Hatova Metiv, you also add one for the concept of Balchut Beit David. So if you look at Hatova Metiv, it's actually mentioned twice. Okay, he says, in addition to its regular he goes back to the first, you need actually two of them additional, okay? In addition to the one that it needs, you cannot levar mida. It's in, 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 in uh, addition to itself, into its own meaning. As far as he's concerned, you have to add one for Bonei Yushalayim, and you have to add one for Alaris Valamazon. Okay, so why don't we, since everybody's kind of phrased out, let's get out the, the Birkat Amazon booklets so we can all take a look at them, if you don't mind, somebody? Thank you.
think we're covered. They're not that heavy. If you have it on your uh, iPhone, you can look it up there. You go to Minyanim now and they right. bring out their, their iPhone. You kind of, if you first time you see, you kind of say, well, you go to Dublin and they take out their iPhone or, and you realize everything's on there. Maybe you have to do an iPhone hotspot to make sure you're looking at the right thing. <laughs> yeah, sure. Thanks. Okay, so... Let's look again on page 45. So this is the first bracha. We're not dealing now with the zimun. We've dealt with this already. You'll, be, you'll see in the, in the first bracha, There's no concept of talking about hazanet because malchut is here. Okay, it ends with hazanet Second bracha, page 46. If you look through it, you will see there is no malchut. And it ends Baruch Hashem Allah Aretz Amazon on page 50. So that's all connected with the Nodelecha all the way through to Correct. Okay, and it ends Allah Aretz Amazon. The third paragraph Rachim Okay? So, you'll notice here, but it doesn't talk about so the response is is it appropriate to talk about Malchut David without Malchut Shemayim this is after all only where you're going to praise Malchut David it's only flesh and blood that becomes part of the question right? and how does it end? it ends on page 54 Then we go to Atov Meitiv. Okay? It begins with Rukhat Hashem Elokeinu Melech HaOlam. Okay? That's in Meitiv, etc. And in the midst, Huyimloch Aleinu, there's a number of phrases which add to the concept of Malchut Shemaim. Okay. So, if you look now at the Oracha Halacha on the bottom, we'll see what the actual bracha is. Okay, so we actually follow the last one of Rab Papa which says you add two plus its own. Okay, so if we were to look at it, we would see that page 54 would be again Melech HaOlam, it's its own. And we have page 55, Huyim Loch Aleinu Leolam Vayed. And I'm not sure what the actual third one is, to be honest with you. Where they're counting the third one, actually. I don't know if any of your commentaries there in English have where the third one is. Well, Papa concedes that the letter of the law does not require any mention. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. 
just says. No. I don't think right no I don't think it does so what I want to look at is I want to look at the Tosafot okay Though it's in, it, the Tosafot will be in your regular text it won't be in the in, uh, you know in, in the commentaries where it begins if you, if you just listen to it we'll it, you, you can go. You can read it because it's not in Rashi script at this time. It's just. Right. Okay, so he's dealing with it needs two plus itself, in, in addition to itself. It's not really in smichut. It's not really in association. Therefore, it's all part of Hatova Hametiv, he says, all of this concept of Malchut. But we don't normally say it in Bonei Yerushalayim. Remember, how, did, how were they all phrased? They came about over a period of time. All right, Moshe did the first one, the second one. He came. He came. Okay, we learned that Yoshua made Allah Aretz Valamazon, Umoshe Tikain Birkatazan. Because they were um, written, published, put together over a period of time, you can't simply say smichut because they didn't come at the same time. It wasn't that one fa- written together and therefore, oh, I'm, I don't need bracha with machut because I have the one before it. They were written at different times and therefore you can't claim smichut. You can't claim association. Umihu, and therefore. And since we actually read them al haseder according to their chronological view, we don't have to begin with Baruch. That's the interesting one. There was, there were, and remember Tosafot is already in the Middle Ages, there were people who actually add Malchut in Bonei Yerushalayim. Which means, again, it's a fluid kind of liturgical text, maybe even to the Middle Ages. We don't, but there was at least this thing. So what's this basically saying? Saying is that if you're going to say a bracha, you have to say it properly. If you're going to bless Malchut David, you should also bless Malchut Shamayim. That the phrases of Malchut need to be part of the brachot that you are reciting. Normally, we do that. Baruch Hashem Melech HaOlam. That's how we say almost all of the brachot. Okay. It's not too often that we say, except for like things like the Amida, Baruch Atah Hashem, Bonei Yerushalayim. Okay? Baruch Atah Hashem, Mevarech Hashanim. Baruch Atah Hashem, HaMachazir Those are odd ones in the sense of Brachot. Brachot, what we call Brachot Tanyanin, which we talked about, those from which we dived around about, all are with Shemu Malchut. They all have God's name and all have God's kingship. 
And so they're saying here, why don't all the blessings have that? Okay? And the response is they were placed over a period of time. That part of the response seems to be that they didn't feel it was necessary. It was already said in another bracha. And if it wasn't said in another bracha, we're going to add it into this bracha. It's all one unit. Once it became a unit, it stayed a unit. And therefore, you had this concept of bracha smuchala a bracha which is dependent upon the one before it, sometimes the one after it, but in this case the one before it. Since the one before it didn't have malchut, we'll put malchut in this one. It's really a way of saying, if you're going to say Birkatamazon, God's name should be mentioned appropriately, with the proper respect, with the proper form of a bracha. Sometimes you hear Rachem, and sometimes you hear Rachem not. There are still different traditions, okay? So, for instance, when I go to Israel, um, my, my son-in-law, I mean, we learned the same tune that we all sing. I never heard any other tune to it. So I basically talk to, to my grandchildren and everything, and now when we go to Israel, we, and, you know, we do Birkana Mazon out loud, we do it. But they add another phrase, which was part of the Sephardic. Kamur As it says, open your hand, and who gives food to everyone. So they've made it part of their song. I don't say it, because it's not part of my tradition. But in the in the Nusach Sfarad, it's there. There are clear, if you look at Berkat um, Amazon of an actual Sephardic Berkat Amazon, it's different than ours. Not the brachot, but it's different. The harachamans are different. Okay, there's one that I love, which I've actually spoke about. Harachaman hu yasim shalom beinenu. God who will halavai the merciful one, bring peace amongst us. Never mind everybody else, let's just start, start here. What a beautiful bracha. <laughs> the harachamans are different. Okay, so... It, and I presume that you know I don't know that I've seen a Yemenite, but I, my my guess is it'll be different again. So there are different renditions, not in the brachot, but some of the phrases, which means ultimately that there was some sort of fluidity to the text itself. And rachem sometimes I've seen it rachem and in brackets na, right? So there is a manuscript, there is a tradition of adding, be merciful one, as such. So. You want to add it, you're welcome to. You don't want to add it. When, again, remember most of us in terms of the manuscripts, when it has round brackets, it's not part of the normal of saying it. When it has square brackets, it is. Normally you'll found it in the round brackets. So if you want to say it, fine. And you'll find Ka'amur in round brackets more often than not, too. It's not part of the Ashkenazic, but it's part of the Spartac one. And, and Israel's Nusach, what's called Nusach Achid, the, the normative um, Nusach of Israel is more Spartac than it is Ashkenazic in terms of some of the ad- additional phrases that are recited. So that's what I would say. Probably. It is bothering me. When you say Sephardi, was it originally. It's not North Sephardi, Africa. No, or it, is it in Iraq? It's not Iraq. Iraq has its own. Sephardi today to them is, is, more, is not North African. Okay, not North African, Iraq, or, or, or that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. That's Mizrach. Mizrach. Already. Mizrachi. Yeah, it's not the same. 
Not the same. Good question. All right. We're good. That's what the text becomes. Next question is, what happens if you make a mistake? All right. What happens if you leave something out? Okay, so... Rabbi Zera was sitting, in this case, behind Rav Gidel. Okay. Okay, and he was sitting in front of Rav Huna. Now, what does this sitting have to do? First of all, in the yeshiva, we know how the yeshiva was set up. You may you may remember the famous story in, in Menachot 29, where Rabbi Akiva um, is, said. What's going to you know? He, he says, "What's going to? Why are all these jots and tittles?" And he's taken up to above, and Moshe is doing all these jots and tittles. Moshe asks, "Why is he doing all these jots and tittles?" He says, "Because there'll be somebody in the future who will come and do a drasha on all of these. Who is it going to be?" Takes him in a time tunnel story to the yeshiva where Rabbi Akiva is. Okay, and Moses sits at the back. That's why I'm telling the story. What happened was he used to sit. If you got in, there were about seven rows. You, the youngest, the junior person, sit at the back. As people were either elevated to a new position or passed, moved on, passed away, you were moved up. And that's the way it seemed to be. Of course, the story is that eventually he doesn't understand anything, Moses, until he says, Zo. Okay, this is a law from Moses, we see nine, he feels great. And then, of course, the kicker of the story, I know the kicker of the story, he says, and what happens to this wonderful person? And he sees the horrible death of Rabbi Akiva and he said, Zu Torah Vesus Chara. This is Torah and that's its reward, to which God says, Mind your own damn business. <laughs> See, you know, let's go. You've seen enough. You don't get it, so you don't have to. That kind of thing. So, but the story is the yeshiva. We know how they were set up in that sense. This may reflect this, that he was behind one person, which means he was the other person was senior to him, but he was still senior to this other person. Okay. And, he's, and again, what's he going to do? He's going to watch how they're going to do Birkat Amazon. He's going to watch what happens, because that's really key. So, now, he, they may have been around a table. Okay, He may have been in between one and another one, because Birkat Amazon. But it's interesting that we say that they were sitting in, in this particular fashion. Meaning, he didn't say Ritzay. Okay? He forgot it was Shabbos. He got scared because of the people sitting around him. You know, you sit, you sit down at, you, at somebody's table and say, oh, please leave Birkat Amazon going, and, and unless you're comfortable, you go, mm-hmm. uh, can't you find somebody, you know, I mean, right? So he made a mistake. And so he got, okay, to the end as such. Okay, what happens if he misses it? He says, Birkat Amazon, if you don't say it in its proper, proper time, what should you say? Okay, this is what he said. Somebody makes a mistake, doesn't say Shabbat, Omer. Okay, so you add this at the end. Okay, you add this at the end. Baruch Shnatan Shabbatot Limnucha. Alright, Shabbat for rest of times. Le'amo Yisrael, Be'ahava, with love. Le'ot Ulebrit as a sign and a covenant. Normally you don't have, you have ot brit, but not le'ot vile brit. Normally Shabbat is considered to be an ot in and of itself. Baruch ha, but now, not Baruch ha Hashem, Baruch Mekadesh Shabbat. 
So you, this is a formula for what happens if you make a mistake on Shabbat. Amarle. Who's supposed to say it? Who? Where did you learn this halacha from? Okay, Rav basically said, well, I kind of learned this from... Here's another example. Okay, what 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 prayer we did he forget? Yalevi Avo. Right? We got Yavo. It's easier to say Yalevi Avo remembering this one. Baruch Shatan Yamim Tovim Lamo Yisrael. Lesimcha for joy and remembrance. Baruch Makadesh Yisrael Vahazmanim. Okay? Sorry? Oh, it's almost a joke in the set of pun that you forgot something. Right. Right, isn't this tougher to remember this one? You know? Where did you learn that from? You notice now, okay? So it's, it's Rabbi Zera, Rav Huna, he's all this Rav Gidil, okay? It's, it, it, you know, Yativ Rav Zera, Haray, the Rav Gidil, Yativ Rav Gidil, Kameh, the Rav Huna. They're asking him questions. Where'd you learn this from? And he says, Where'd I learn it from? Rav. Now that's already a high source. Okay, Rav, remember Rav and Shmuel. Rav comes from Palestine, Abba Aricha, a major scholar. At that which point they kind of say, Okay, I guess we weren't missed that she or, or something. Okay, now they're still they're saying, Well, is also Rosh Chodesh. Again, Rosh Chodesh would be Yalevi Avo. What are you saying? Now, this is an odd one. Baruch Shnatan Roshechodashim Lamo Yisrael Lezikaron. The remembrance. And then he goes on and says. Okay, so he's saying basically, and to tell you the truth, I don't remember. I'm not sure. Do we add simcha in this one? And do we add it? Do we add a proper baruchata Hashem? You notice it says shnatan roshechodashim leamo Yisrael lezikaron. All right. Is it his halacha or his teacher's halacha? So they know he's already got examples of Shabbat he's pretty clear on. Yom Tov he's pretty clear on. Questioning what actually should be the text for Rosh Chodesh. And where do you learn it from? Okay? Not, so Not to digress, Rabbi. Uh, why don't they end the, that type of statement with like Kasha or Teku? Because they're not finished with it yet. They may at the point, when they finish with it, they only do that when they do finish an inyan, when they finish an entire section. When they're in the midst of it, they're still trying to look for an answer to harmonize it. At a certain point, they may have to do that. Okay? At a certain point, they say, well, we don't know. Okay, teku. Okay? But teku means we don't know an answer. Let's wait for Eliyahu to come. Now, you notice there's another Gidel. It's an interesting name, to say the least. Sounds, sounds 
happened to be in, literally again in front of Rav Nachman now the teacher makes a mistake ah, and what did he do when he made a mistake he went back to the very beginning okay now there are times as I say if you make a mistake where you're supposed to go back to the very beginning there are times when you only go back to a certain if you've not done the whole bracha you go back to the beginning of the bracha and there are times when you don't have to do it at all and, you, and we have something added at the end why did he do that? Okay, my tama avid marhachi. Why did the teacher? Why did he do that? Uh, uh, now all of a sudden, what do we got here? Amar Rabbi Sheila Amar Rav. We had Rav before saying you can add something, right? Now we have Rav saying, go back to the beginning. That's already a problem. Is this also applied to the Amidah? Some of it applies to the Amidah in terms this part necessarily, and Bekarmazon, but what happens if you get Yalevyavo or Alanisim? Alanisim, you don't have to go back. Yalevyavo, I think you do have to go back. There's different ways. What happens if you do Tain Bracha? Depends where you finish it. Depends if you remember when you remember it, all that, all that kind of stuff. Okay, there's a, all kinds of halachot and tefillah of when you remember it. Is it before the you said the next bracha? Is it before you finish the brachot in the middle? Is it after? Oh my God, I should have done this. Do you have to go back to the beginning? Just don't make a mistake. Okay. Right, it's easy. Now, why are they concerned about making a mistake? Because they didn't have books. Thank you. They didn't have the iPhones in front of them to be able to do it. It was all by memory. It was very easy to make a mistake. Okay? Very easy to make a mistake. And today, even with books, we make mistakes. And iPhones, because, oh, I forgot that it's Rosh Chodesh or whatever the case may be. Right? So you can imagine now with the memory part, very easy to make a mistake without a doubt. Uh, we already had, didn't we just have above? Okay, uh, that he said, meaning we don't have to go back to the very beginning. And we now have a problem of Rav on the one hand and Rav on the other hand. Okay, didn't we, didn't we in a sense, learn uh, also? Bishem Rav? Ah, so what now? See, so here you get an example, Brad, of now they have two different views of Rav. Now they have actually a third view of Rav. They could say, we don't know. But instead, they're bringing a third one, believe it or not, to harmonize it by saying, yes, Rav is right here. You don't have to go back when you remember before Hatova Meti. Because where is Ritzay and where is Yalevi Avo? Bonei Yerushalayim. If you've not started Hatova Meti, you can simply add it at the back. But if you started Hatova Meti, what do you do? Go back to the very beginning. So now that's why they don't have to do a teku. They've now harmonized it to this point. The Rab is right and Rab is right. 
because it is dealing with different ex- ex- things. Okay, so now let's look at the Orach HaLacha below. Okay, somebody who doesn't say Yalav Yavo. Goes back to the beginning of the Bracha, not the Rosh of the Baruch Hashem Hakem Rochamazan Etachol. All right, but the beginning of the Bracha. Ah, okay. So what they're saying is Yantif and Shabbos have a sort a, a, a realm of Kiddushah where it really has to be said. If you miss Rosh Chodesh and Cholamoed, which are lesser realms of Kiddushah, not so serious. Okay? So there's a gradation here. Because if you you know if you get forget something they're now saying it depends on what you forget and when you forget it and when you remember it. That's why, yes, it is easier to just remember it. Because then you go back to, oh, did I say it? I'm not sure if I said it. And if I didn't say it, where am I now? Before you know it, you know, everybody's past you. Okay? I, I mean, I, I you know, dubbing three times a day, I'm usually pretty good at it. And so once in a while you can say, you finish the immunity thing. Did I say Rosh Kodesh? Did I say? I don't remember. But, you know, I mean, you kind of... It becomes unfortunate. Right, right. Right, exactly. Yeah, I had that too. I've done that too. Right, right. right. It's like rote. You, you know, you kind of say it and you're used to it. And they said... Did I do it? You know? I go back about once every three weeks. You know, it's like a couple times, you know, normally now in my life... At, you know, in, Ma- in Mariv, I met, met a minion, and sometimes I get get home, and because I couldn't make the minion, I had a meeting, or whatever the case may be, I get to 11 o'clock at night, or whenever I'm going to sleep, 10 o'clock at night, lately, and I say, I said tonight, and I didn't say it, I wasn't, a, you know, it's like, come on, guy, you know, <laughs> you can't remember. But that's, but that's what happens, you know, and so now you, well, it's like closing on anything. Did I turn off the lights? Well, normally I do, but I walk out a different door, right? right? I, you know, I, you got and you got to reach. What you do? You retrace your steps, right? Well, did I do? I don't remember. Well, maybe I should check. So that's why they now have these apps. You know, you can close your garage door and your lights and your whatever the case may be from wherever you are. Okay? Yeah, we do that all the time. So this this actually is an interesting one because it basically says there's a different kedusha to Shabbat and Yontif than Rosh Chodesh and and there is. What's the diff- major difference? What's the difference between Rosh Shabbos and Yantif and Rosh Chodesh and Cholamoid? Right. You can't work on the first two. You can do. All, you can cook on Yantif, but you can't cook on Shabbos. But the first two, you don't work. Can you work on Rosh Chodesh? I know there's a tradition that women don't, etc. But it's a, what about Cholamoid? There are some people who don't, but. But it's not the same thing. So they're actually telling us there are gradations, not only in terms of the commemoration, the celebration, the halakha, the forbidden nature of it, but the prayers too. It's more important that you say Yalevi Avo on Shabbat and, and Yachag, and if you miss it on Rosh Chodesh and Cholamoed, so much. You can, otherwise, you've got to go back on the first two. Okay, Ritzay or Yalaviavo. They are integral to these days. 
and you got to get them right. Which means, obviously, that well, you've got to have some sort of kavanah when you're davening and being able to know to follow what you're supposed to say. Okay, so as you know, we try to announce if there are any additions, etc., but it's very easy to miss because we do get into a rote kind of way and you don't think of it, you know. You know, you know how many times? Oh, I know I got to say it's yaleviavo before I start, and by before I finish, did I say yaleviavo? I don't remember if I said yale. So they're asking you to be careful. In those days, without sidurim, even the more so, of course. But even today. So I was speaking. Larry Goldstein was doubling the other day from his phone. He said he now has a smart sidur. I can okay. about my small print. <laughs> I said, what? Well, I actually looked it up. He says, I don't have to really think about it. When it's Rosh Chodesh, Yalev Yavos put in. Wow. <laughs> on the day. And when, it, when it's, you know, when it's uh, Hanukkah, it's there. So I don't, I, so, you know, makes it so easy for all, you know. <laughs> then you don't think, you don't have to think. You know, there's enough that you have to concentrate on its filah. But what yeah. happens if you start printing the first time? The prayer book, the print, printing is a different story than prayer book. Okay? Printing it doesn't start until Gutenberg. Okay? We know that, the, that there was already, they're telling us that already by the rabbinic time, by certain levels there were prayer books of sort already. There may have been different nuschaot, it may have still been some concept of fluidity. But the text was there. We know there were prayers in the temple, but there wasn't much. And most people didn't have it. Right. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm aware of the fact that there was a debate, um, particularly about the Kabbalists, about whether or not you could print copies of, of anything that a master wrote. It happened already in the oral law. The Rabbi Yehuda Nasi, well, you know, what, what does it mean to publish the Mishnah? Okay? Nice. Take care. Take care. Um, what does it mean? So, Professor Lieberman said it doesn't mean that the, that it published. There was no such thing as publishing in the year 200 of the Common Era. It meant that there was an authoritative text, and that's the text you should learn. But there were other texts circulating. We know that. That's what the Docepta became. That's what other man manuscripts of Mishnah became. So you had to have an authoritative one to write down. Took a lot of. Uh, gumption as such because then you have a fixed text that becomes the text itself and you also reduce the power of the master the you reduce what well, but on the other hand you 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 give the master yeah no no but on the other hand you give the master because you're going to be the master's words they're there okay so it's it's a bit of both basically so in our signore we've got all these directions for example tachanun is not said on here da, 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 da. who is the authority back before they had that who said okay today we do this or we don't do that who's the one who made the choice well part of it becomes the, the, this whole concept of you know starting from the oral law okay starting from the Mishnah to the Talmud to the codes um, the major code is Rambam he's Maimonides because he's the first one to really codify everything he was castigated for it because he didn't give his sources and who gave him the authority there are two books in its beginning there are some books before that that are part of the lead to the Rambam, but the Rambam is the first. For us, the Rambam is ultimately a Spartic okay, Chacham. So not all the, we don't accept everything the Rambam does. The Sephardic Jews, and in this case North African as well, will accept the Rambam. 
We then move to the, to the Arbaturim, the four columns of, of Rosh, and then eventually, of course, the Shulchan Aruch. Karo again is Svardik. Rabbi Moshe Iserlis in Poland, the 16th century, the Ramah adds what we call the glasses, the Mappa over the Shulchan Aruch, and that becomes the, the authoritative text. Now we continue to define that in many ways. So again, look at, if, look at for instance, what you did on Hanukkah. Okay? You all lit candles. You all said the second bracha. What's the second bracha? Baruch Atah Hashem Elokeinu Is it Basman Azeh Uvazman Azeh? Okay. Most of us we learn it clearly as Basman Azeh. Okay. You'll notice that the Sidur has Uvazman Azeh, and okay, and it, which is a, a very important theological statement, not only at this time in ancient days, but in that time and this time. And there is a manuscript to, to back them up. They'll talk about, if you look at the beginning of the Sidur, there's a discussion of that. So, there already, as long as there is an antecedent, you can use it. If there isn't an antecedent, you know, that becomes problems of the Sidur, of now sitting down and making either new tefillot, okay? New halachot is a different story. New brachot, okay? People are making up brachot. Who gives somebody the right to make up brachot? Okay, you look at, for instance, the renewal movement, and brachot are being made up all the time. I'm not sure who give, you know, they, they're concerned of who actually makes up the brachot um, in that sense. They may be used differently, but making up is a different story. What's the difference between Vazmanazem means in those in this time at the, in those days. Uvazmanazem means in though in this time and, in that time and in this time miracles still occur. U and Bayamim Hahem in those days. Uvazmanazem and in this time huge. I do. I'm saying because most of you grew up with saying Bayamim Hahem Vazmanazem. So it's known as Girsa de Yankuta. The way you learned it as a child. That's the way you continue to say it. You have to think about it to say, Uvazman Hazer. All right? And what the next generation will say, who knows? No, but you use the term that they can understand. If you have what? I don't know. Give me the context. I don't know exactly. In the beginning, you said if you have these things, you can do it. If you don't, you don't. You use the term in English that is understand. Uh, maybe somebody will help me. I'm not sure exactly what I... What. Why do you do that? Why do we do what? Because there's a, there, there is a, a manuscript. There is, there is a tradition. There's a minhag. There is already... What precedes? What precedes? Uh, antecedent means yesh hakdama. Yesh mashu kvar Antecedent. Okay. Yeah, no, I, didn't, I just didn't remember. Yeah, I could have listened back to the tape. <laughs> The, 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 the next major um, code is done by the Roche, okay, in, in France, Germany. It, it's known as the Arbaturim. Well, the Rambam categorized Halakot in, in his own fashion. The Arbaturim was the next major code and divided into four by the Roche, okay? Rabbi Rabbeinu Asher. Rabbeinu Asher. Okay? Uh, I think, if, if I'm not mistaken, about the 14th century, I don't remember exactly, somewhere around there, okay? And he divided the, the halachot 
into four columns. So it's called the Arbaturim. One of the major commentators on it was Rabbi Joseph Caro. Okay? And Rabbi Joseph Caro eventually took the same framework and created the Shulchan Aruch. Okay? In the Sikkim Shatsri. Okay? Does that help? Yes. Was that Sephardic okay. too? Caro is Sephardic. Rabbi Moshe Iserlis no way. added the Ashkenazi. Rabbi Asher, no. It was, it was, there was no real separation in, those, in that particular oh, time. Was that in Twa? But, was that in Twa? No, 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 it was in Germany. Germany. It wasn't in Israel. Do the Orthodox have a Posek? Yeah, yeah, I'm saying, yeah. Do the Orthodox have a Posek? Depends which Orthodox you're talking about. Okay? Clearly, they have to have a Posek. Okay, so for some, it's the chief rabbinate of Israel. For some, it's somebody at YU. For some, it's their head of their yeshiva. For some, it's a, a local rabbi. For some, it's the head of the Haredi. That's the problem. There is no one orthodox. There are orthodoxies. Does orthodox, you know, for 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 Chicago, it's uh, Rabbi Gedalia Schwartz. For this city, it's that. There's no chief rabbi. So, yeah, no, the, you have to have a posse. It's part of the nature of how you create halakha. Somebody's got to make the decision. Anybody else? Find the one who agrees with you. Yeah. Well, the answer is that that's... I don't want to go there, but, you know, we don't want to go there. Uh, all right, let's let's keep going. We have a couple minutes, because it's the step that it still is what happens if you make mistakes. Batfila, okay, Richard. Now you don't say Rosh Chodesh Yalev Yavo in Tfila in the Amida. Then you have to go back to the beginning. But in Berkatamazon, you don't have to do it. So you go back to the beginning. It may be again when you remember it. Okay? Depend when you remember it. So, if you look at Rashi, I'll read it. Litfilat Hadar Rashi, go back to the beginning of Berkat Amazon. Kedamrina Gabet Tfila. Akaret Raglav. If you've already finished it and literally moved your feet. Okay? Choser La Rosh. You start at the very beginning. Hatam Hu Deikat Akirat Raglain. Because you've actually finished it and done some movement. Aval Hachas Yuma Bracha Hu Akirat Raglain. That's why, okay? So, if you've totally finished your Yavnara, but if you find them in the middle, you go back to that bracha. And there's no distinction between Shabbat or weekday? All we've done is Rosh Chodesh so far. Just don't run, jump. Don't jump. That's not to me. Here we go. Why are they different? Why is Tefillah different than Birkat Amazon? He, he, said, he asked this question to Ramon. He says, you know, even I don't know. Even for me, it's kasher, so what did I do? I asked Rav Nachman. I need a posek. I need somebody who's going to know it. I asked Rav Nachman. I, I didn't learn it from... Again, remember that what did your teacher disciple. You only say something that your teacher taught. I didn't learn it. Okay, I didn't really hear it from from Marshmuel. 
El, but we saw it. In the sense, it makes sense because everybody, tefillah bismana, again, the big issue, you have to say tefillah, therefore if you miss it, you got to go back. Do you have, what about Birkat Amazon? But do you have to say Birkat Amazon? Only if you eat. Only if you eat the bread, if you have certain you things. Have to say it. Right, it's not the same thing. But you have to say three times a day, that's the halacha. You miss it, go back to the beginning. Birkat Amazon, not so serious. You don't have to say Birkat Amazon. You know, okay, unless you have certain conditions. And that is, you have bread, you've washed, etc., etc. So they are different in that realm, it's said. So it should also be the case, what about Shabbat and Yom Tov? You have to eat on, on, on Shabbat and Yom Tov because it's Simcha. Okay, and, and in one case, Simcha is actually defined as Basar, meat, because they didn't eat it too often. Therefore, since you have to have a meal on Shabbat and Yom Tov, and since you have to have it, if you forget it, what should you do? Should be the same as tefillah. In, you're right. That is that, that is different. We got the same problem now, right? We have one who says, Choser la Rosh, go to the back to the very beginning with Birkat Amazon. One who says, you don't have to go back to the very, very beginning, but you add. We can have the same answer we did before, it has to do with the concept of Tova Metiv. Finally, I want you to, to turn to page 65 and 66. This is the short form. Okay, this is the one we do as you know on Shabbat morning when we have a, a Sudash Shabbat etc. On page 64, it says, On Shabbat Rosh Chodesh or Festivals, add the appropriate paragraph for the full Birkat Amazon. Right? Now, as you're supposed to add Yalevi Avo, clearly you're supposed to add Ritzay. What it doesn't say is add Al Hanisim. So look at the next page, 66. Okay? If you look at the Harachamans of the first four, those are all familiar to you. Right? This says, though, that you don't have to say al anisim. Instead, on Hanukkah you say Arachamanu Yaselanu Nisim Niflaot Kamosha Salavotenu Vime Matityahu Vanav. That's enough. What? I always assumed it was a mistake that they left that out. No, it's not. Say what do you mean a mistake? That who left it out? That it didn't say. Clearly not. When it's at here, clearly they don't feel you have to. You can add this phrase for Hanukkah. Look at Purim. That otherwise, it, would t it wouldn't. Okay? No, no. Arachamanu yaselanu nisim beniflot kamosh yaselavotenu bimim Mordechai v'Esther. And Yom Atzmut. Arachamanu yaselanu nisim beniflot kamosh yaselamenu bimei hashavat banim legulam. When the people return to their land. All of these take the place of Alhanisim according to this book in the short form.
Okay? Now, it does not, it still says, on Shabbat, Rosh Chodesh, or festivals, you go back and say, Ritzay, or, or, and or, Yalevi Avo. Everybody with me? So here's an example of where it tells you, at least in this book, not all of them are the same, as I said with Perkat Amazon, in the movement, that you can, you have to, you do have to say, Ritzay, you do have to say, Yalevi Avo, you don't really have to say Al-Nanisim, you have to at least mention it. And you can mention it with a, with a harachamah at the end, that's good enough. Because it's not a mistake. If I they, just thought it was a mistake. Because these are made up at the end. These are not part of a normal Birkat Amazon. Yeah. Okay? Right, but I thought you just added it because it was whatever. We would add it normally because you're right. supposed to. Right. But it, this clearly says to me, it's not necessary to add it because we've added something at the end like we've had before, Baruch Shnatan, or whatever the case may be. I'm just noticing that there isn't anything for Yom Shoah. There's not in, in Birkat Amazon, there's nothing, okay. there's nothing for Yom Shoah in general. But I'm aware of a controversy over that. There, is, no, there, isn't, there, there is nobody that I know, no. in all of, and I've done research, a lot of research on this, that has a Yom Shoah in Birkat Amazon. Okay? Because it's a gratitude prayer. Okay? I personally fast on Yom HaShoah and have made it my practice and there's others who do it within the movement too. On, okay, Yom HaShoah is mentioned in the Amidah, which you have to say. Okay, so you want to say it where you have to say it. You don't necessarily want to put it where someplace where if you eat, you eat. If you don't eat, you don't eat. The same as before. And it's a prayer of gratitude and clearly you don't want Shoah to be any, any sense of prayer of gratitude. I wrote an article on, on all the different ones with the Shoah that came out to Conservative Judaism a number of years ago on the different one, realms for Shoah and Yomashot and the Alanisim, etc. Okay? Alright, so the bottom line is don't forget saying what you're supposed to say. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Thank you.